It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Equip your business today for the major shift of the financial sector in the fourth industrial revolution. The following Enterprise for IR podcast is brought to you by BCX, a digital transformation partner providing advanced ICT solutions to enterprise and public sector clients in South Africa. Africa Business Radio, to it, a profitable Africa. Welcome to Enterprise for IR, where we will learn what it means to run a business in the fourth industrial revolution. History has shown that the businesses that survived every industrial revolution are the businesses that stayed ahead of the curve and anticipated the coming changes. So, will your business survive the fourth industrial revolution? The finance sector undoubtedly has been one of the most affected industries with financial institutions under pressure to compete and retain customers who now have cheaper and more accessible options with the entry of disruptive technologies like cryptocurrency and virtual banks into the market. To find out more about what these disruptions mean for the finance industry, we have Johan Digg, Managing Executive Financial Services Industry Vertical Sales from BCX, a trusted information and communications technology company that services businesses that are transitioning into the digital-led fourth industrial revolution. There's a huge amount of, of trends within the financial services industry. Um, and it's especially the incumbents that are bearing the brunt of those trends. I just want to touch on a few. One is, you know, the changing operating and operating and business models. And that talks to the banks moving to a very visible or call it brand and branch. So that's decades ago. It was all about brand and branch. Then they became hidden. You didn't see them. You didn't need to go to a branch. You just use a card. Uh, to facilitate the transaction, um, and they're going and they're moving now into an invisible space where you don't need to to visit the branch. You don't need to use a card. It's just all non-brand and invisible or virtual. So that's the that's the first uh, major um, challenge or trend that that's happening. Uh, changing customer requirements. So our customers or uh, consume financial services. Um, they want to use it their mobile phones, they want it instantaneous, um, you know, they can't wait, it's the millennials. Um, so that's also placing huge pressures on the banks and the financial institutions. New entrants, you have various new entrants. Uh, fintechs, I think, is on everybody's front of mind. Digital players like Discovery in the South African space, Bank Zero, Time Bank. And then I call them over-the-top players, um, the Googles, Alibaba, Tencent, Amazon, um, retailers, insurance companies. So everybody who's who in the zoo wants to wants to enter into the financial services industry. And I think some telco is also um, trying to embark um, on providing financial services. The challenge for the banks 
on the new entrance side is that you know Google, Alibaba, the over-the-top players don't need to be resident in in country. Uh, that's why I call them over-the-top because they can provide services, you know, using their, their their normal channels. I think the biggest challenge being faced by the banks, um, especially, is uh, coming from the regulatory environment, where, for example, in Europe. Uh, they call it open banking. They force the banks to open up their access to their uh, customer data uh, through APIs, um, which will then allow smaller players, you know, sitting on the fringes or fintechs, uh, access to the customer data, build services. So, for example, um, lending services or payment services using that bank's or that uh, bank's customer data. And the challenge is that the, the incumbent banks see customer data as the holy grail on how they will differentiate themselves going into challenging the digital banks and the, and the fintechs and the over-the-top players. But as soon as that is opened up for anybody to get access to, you know, that holy grail disappears. Another challenge is that the, the banks, are, there's an overhead placed on effort uh, on, the, on the incumbent banks, which is not necessarily there on the new digital uh, banking entrance and fintechs. And that is what to do with the legacy uh, while getting ready for the digital. Um, so that is, a, that is a challenge that the banks you know, face, are faced with and that increases their costs to serve as well. Currently, just to give an example, is the incumbent bank's cost to income ratio is about between 50 and 60 cents, which means that for every, say, 55 cents spent, they only make a rand, or to make a rand, they need to spend 55 cents. Uh, the new entrance, so I'm not going to name names, it's all, but it's public knowledge. New entrance or the, or the more agile banks, cost to income ratio is about 36 cents. And I suspect that the new digital entrance or the fintechs are much less than that. So that shows that the banks to enable for them to survive going into the future, they need to, they need to um, reduce that cost to income ratio. Another challenge is, the, is on the technology side, um, and everybody heard of blockchain, but how does it impact the financial services industry? What it does, it enables peer-to-peer -peer transactions, which disintermediates the banks. So instead of a person paying somebody for a service and needing to do it, transact through a bank, either using a card or a mobile app or going into a branch, they can do it between themselves. So the bank is not needed. So that is a huge challenge for banks due to blockchain. Another challenge is that investors are being empowered um, in the sense that you know most of the decisions that they need to make as an investor are these days you know becoming more automated. Um, they call it social trading, and most of the decisions are made through algorithms. So instead of an investment uh, specialist in the bank advising you on, on you know, the best investment uh, areas, there's algorithms that will give you a better and a quick answer. Another trend uh, happening in the, in the financial services industry is the way that people interact with the banks. 
So another trend in the, in the financial industry is that the channels uh, that customers utilize are becoming more virtual. So they are moving away from the physical infrastructure like ATMs and branches and moving to a more virtual. So it's, you, you get a bump into artificial intelligence, things like bots, and in the future, you know, more virtual assistants, for example, Alexa in the Amazon space, uh, Siri in the, in the Apple space. So you won't need to have a card or um, have every, any physical interaction with a bank. You'll do it all through virtual means. Please unpack the specific needs of your vertical from an IT perspective. So from an IT perspective or ICT perspective, remember we are ICT company end-to-end, -end, so it's not only the, the IT and ICT, but also the communications part of it or the telecommunications part of it. Um, so the needs in the IT space is diverse. So it's across you know, all, the, all the stacks, be it compute, uh, storage, uh, it's telecoms, it's the mainframe environment, it's software, it's database, it's, it's, it's a wide spectrum of, of services. But I think if you, if you unpack the, the two main core areas where most of the financial institutions are, are battling with, the one is cost, or driving cost out of the business models, and the second one is creating a single view of their customers. And they've been busy with those two aspects of their businesses for quite a while. BCX has been very successful within the financial industry, albeit more in the telecom space, but we are becoming more successful in providing IT services as well. Just to give you a few examples on uh, what we've been doing in the financial space, we manage currently four of the five large banks wide area networks um, and that consists of approximately 4,000 branches which means that if, if you interact with any branch doing whatever withdrawing money or making a deposit then that transaction will be facilitated over our WAN infrastructure. We enable connectivity to about 6,000 ATMs, also mostly the, the four of the large five banks and other financial institutions, but it's about 6,000 ATMs that uh, we provide the connectivity for. We provide most of all our, our customers uh, voice services, uh, legacy as well as, as uh, voice over IP, so call voice over IP next generation. So what we are doing now is, you know, moving our customers off the traditional TDM voice over onto VoIP and SIP services. Okay, Johan, so how do you position BCX in your vertical? BCX essentially addresses our customer requirements um, looking uh, through a seven-layer stack. You can start off with uh, cloud first, so through cloud, is how to transition customers from their, their current environments into the cloud. The second layer is security, where we look at the governance, the security management, and the service operations center requirements of our customers. Third layer talks about connectivity, which connects our customers' uh, data centers or the cloud environments to their devices. Are they using mobile connectivity, terrestrial, satellite, whatever connectivity requirements there are. So the fourth layer talks towards devices, which includes devices from various OEMs, be it desktop or routers or switches, 
and we also provide services around the devices it could be devices as a service or mobile device management the fifth service layer is applications and we're very strong in the environments of SAP, Oracle and Microsoft. So in the application space we also have 2,000 software developers that can enable our customers in the application modernization journey. The sixth layer talks towards services and that overarchs all the capabilities that we have within BCX. And the seventh layer talks towards digitalization which includes data analytics, data engineering, and data management. Africa Business Radio, towards a profitable Africa. Well, that was very interesting. Clearly a lot of changes happening in the finance industry, but at least we know that there are solutions to the challenges. And what I loved about the conversation with Johan is he says that BCX does not claim to have all the solutions because obviously the fourth industrial revolution is something that is ongoing. The changes are ongoing. There's new technologies coming through every day. And BCX is saying we'll partner with you and be there with you as these changes come into the marketplace. So thank you so much, Johan for breaking down some of the challenges and solutions for 4IR finance enterprises. This has been Enterprise 4IR. Catch us again next week. This Enterprise 4IR podcast was proudly brought to you by BCX, a digital transformation partner providing advanced ICT solutions to enterprise and public sector clients in South Africa. Visit us at www.bcx.co.za. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.